Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Welcome, everyone, to Geraldine Tegelov Live. I'm Geraldine, and I'm pleased to say that I just love when Radio Day comes around and I can share some ideas that may help someone out there in the big wide world. We're all looking for answers to help guide our journey in happier, uh, more peace-filled and more loving ways. And if I can bring to you even one little tiny gem of information that helps you today, then I feel like I've done what I came to do here on planet Earth. And, And I do say this with a humble and loving heart. This week has been... Oh, my goodness, uh, such a busy, busy week. It's been school holidays, and with mums working, I've spent quite a deal of time taking care of grandchildren. They're all just such gorgeous kids, and yes, I am a little biased, but I think they're the very best grandchildren in the whole wide world. (laughs) We have um, gardened, watched movies, gone to the usual holiday play places, spent time out in the bush collecting wood for the fire. We've made and eaten their favorite caramel slice. Woohoo, we love it. Toasted marshmallows on a big bonfire that we built out the front. Made a choc chip biscuits and muffins and we've talked and talked. Believe it or not, they love to hear about the olden days. And what we did as children, within all of this, though, I I always try to find time to chat about all things metaphysical, and they love it, and ask amazing questions, or better still, they answer my questions and help me understand a little more about who they are and what makes them tick. There's, uh, oh my goodness, so much to these kids that I'm loving getting to know and understand And I'm sure it's the same for you, whether you're a parent, a grandparent, a carer, a guardian. It doesn't matter. It just means giving a little of our time to listen and chat. It is so simple, really. So what am I going to be chatting about today? Well, wearing all my hats as a mum and a nan and a metaphysician, I thought it might be helpful if I share with you some of the things I love to chat about when the children and I are together, just talking and sharing. Now, that doesn't mean just the grandchildren. That means my children, grown-up children as well. And today I'd love to share with you how I go about explaining things to our grandkids so that they can keep holding on to the knowledge and the wisdom and understanding that they arrived with and live it. But as we always do, 
let's begin with our reading for the week. Readings are just a fabulous way to connect to what our hearts are wanting us to know, but we're often too busy to listen or our lives are way too noisy for us to be able to hear over the din. And the cards that I've uh, chosen as a focus for this week are the Pause to Reflect Dog Guidance Oracle cards. Um, You will find pics of these cards on my show page. And if you love dogs or you're wanting to connect to the powerful energy of loyalty and unconditional love, then you'll just love these dog oracle cards. You can also find them, more information about them, on my website at www.geraldine, G-E-R-A-L-D-I-N-E, Tegelove, T-E-G-G-E-L-O-V-E.com. And just click on the link there and take a closer look. You'll get to understand why I love these cards. And they're always a great way or a fun way to give yourself a, a reading. So the first card for today or our first reading for today is the card of adventure. And there's a little saying on the front of the card, adventure is making sure I'm in the car regardless of where it's going. And that's a little message from the dog on this particular card. Dogs see life as as one huge adventure after another. And these beautiful creatures know how to turn off from what may have happened yesterday or even an hour ago or a minute ago (laughs) and totally live in the now. When dogs go walking, everything from rubbish that's been left lying around or a hole in a fence or to a little lost rabbit is looked at, sniffed out, chased and explored. All of their senses are on high alert and loving the thought of what may lie in wait around the next corner. And the possibilities for adventure seem endless with dogs, even though they may have walked this very same track a million times over. And if you have a dog, you'll understand what I'm talking about here. But this delightful dog called Duke, and it's... uh, the children's, uh, one of the families, their dog, is asking you to follow its lead and add a little adventure into your life. The natural instinct for and love of adventure that we all had as children is often lost as we get older. We become so caught up in life and what must be achieved on any particular day that we lose sight of that all-important part of our lives A spirit of adventure can add so much excitement to an otherwise boring existence. And this can be achieved by something as simple as trying a new restaurant, not taking the same path each day but walking in a different direction, or taking the chance on meeting new people, just saying hello, a smile, something. Today, This card is asking you to let yourself off the lead that keeps you tied to the same old, same old, and be adventurous in trying something new. You can do that, can't you? Of course you can. (laughs) Very simple, really, once you put your mind to it. And you might be very surprised at what you find out there. Adventure is something that children absolutely love, isn't it? Well... Uh, I don't know, well, maybe our kids are just the adventurous type, but oh my goodness, yeah, particularly four of them, 
the grandchildren, and we have a son and daughter-in-law too who are, has have adventure high on their list of values. <laughs> Frustration is the next card that I have chosen for this morning or that just happened to come out of the pack of cards. And the, the saying on this card is, frustration is having to walk when I was born to run. And this is the most gorgeous um, uh, dog. It's, um, I'm just, the name of the dog has just gone straight out of my head at the moment, but it will come back, Okay. Dogs always love to be amongst the action and their frustration becomes very obvious when they are left tied up or looking through the back door and are kept from joining the fun. And as the frustration builds, the whimpering turns into barking and the scratching becomes jumping up and down until someone takes notice. A frustrated dog is definitely not a happy dog. And the chewed up shoes and the holes dug around the garden all tell a story of frustration and annoyance. Their frustration around cats, though, is a little more reserved as cats seem to have a way of letting dogs know in an unspoken language, just don't mess with me. (laughs) If you've got dogs and cats, you'll understand. Yep, don't mess with me. (laughs) So, the oh. This dog is a beautiful husky dog. That's the word I was trying to think of. Just gorgeous. And uh, the dog on this card, its name is Nala. And she's suggesting that holding on to feelings of frustration only adds more negative outcomes to an already challenging situation. Becoming annoyed and sitting in that annoyance never achieves anything worthwhile. Staying frustrated just keeps you from finding a solution to the issue. Dogs don't always have uh, the luxury of being able to make the choices which bring them more happiness, but you do. Making the decision to let go of any negative emotions will bring about exciting change. And today... This card or this beautiful dog, Nala, is asking you to make one of the very best decisions you can ever make. Are you ready for it? (laughs) Let go of frustration and allow a solution to appear and then happiness will follow. So if you're feeling a tad frustrated about something right in this moment and quite often this happens, then it's time to let it go. And uh, as the card or the card is telling you, once you let it go, a solution will appear. So two fabulous readings for us this morning. First one, adventure, trying something new today. Come on, you can do that. Yes. (laughs) Just try, I don't know, try um, uh, brushing your teeth in a different way or doing your hair in a different way or whatever it might be. Just do something that changes things up a little. And the second reading is asking us to let go of frustration or annoyance, any of those things, to allow a solution to appear. Now, we're coming into break, but after the break, we have got, or I have got so much to share with you today. 
about planet Earth's new age children. And today is all about helping you to uh, grab hold of some ideas to help these children remember what they know. And in doing that, we're also helping ourselves. Yes, as you will discover as we go through today's show, it's a fabulous way to go. So I want you to all hang tight. This is so important. Whatever, you know, ways you connect with children, if you have some of this information at hand, you will be able to do amazing things. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. some fun facts about noses and ears I'll bet you didn't know. Did you know your ears secrete more earwax when you're afraid than when you aren't? And generally people with asthma have better hearing than those who don't. Now here's a word for you. When someone gets their ears pierced, they're actually piercing their pinna. The pinna is the fleshy part of the earlobe. Did you know it's possible to sneeze so hard you can break a rib? That happened to my husband's secretary once. And according to research, you'll blow your nose 250 times this year. Scientists have also determined that the smell in your right nostril is more pleasant, while the smell in your left nostril is more accurate. By the way, twice as many men as women can wiggle their ears. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Now that summer is almost here, it's a perfect time to change up your workout routine. For many of us, summer means new schedules for our children and for us. No matter where you live, this new season will bring new opportunities for you, if you look for them. If you do most of your exercising outside, you may have to adjust your exercise time due to the heat. Maybe you will need to get up earlier to get your workout in when it's not so hot. Or maybe where you live, summer means that it's finally warm enough to exercise outside. You may have had to exercise indoors for months because of the cold, but now you're able to take your workout outdoors. Whatever your situation is, find new activities to add to your routine. Swim laps or take a water aerobics class. Join a biking group or running club and get outdoors. Take advantage of this new season and rev up your workout. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live, and today we are completing our series on planet Earth's new age children, the fourth in a series of four And so far, we've covered who these children are, what they know and understand, how we can nurture them and their gifts. And today, yes, drum roll, (laughs) da-da-da-da, I'm covering what we can do to help them remember exactly who they are and why they're here. Today, I'll be talking about children who are anywhere from... um, I don't know, four years to 40 years of age. Only you will know if and when your child is ready and open to remembering. And really, 
you can begin at any time you please. Of course, the sooner you start, the better. Now, so where do we begin here? Well, the first thing I want to say is the the way that we can guide and love our children into more happiness and success is to lead by example. I think this is the greatest piece of advice that anyone can give to parents and grandparents and carers and aunties and uncles and anybody else who want to guide children into that place of happiness and success. So, you know, if you're not doing this just yet, have a really good listen today so that you know how to lead by example. Our children are constantly watching all that we do. And even if it is subtle action, I guarantee they will follow our lead. It is amazing when you read about what children take on in those first few years of life, you know, between I think it's birth and seven or eight, and they've formed their beliefs and habits and perceptions. It's incredible. It it just makes me shudder sometimes to think about how I impress so many beliefs uh, and perceptions onto our children that are so far from what I believe now in this season of my life. But, you know, I don't feel one little tiny ounce of guilt because I know I did the very best I could way back then. I also know that it's okay to admit to your children that you've changed your mind about life and what you now feel is of great importance. I guess what I'm saying is that it's quite okay to admit that you may have been a little off track way back whenever, but you're simply doing what they're doing. You're learning and growing. And this is a process that never ends regardless of how old you are. Well, I hope it doesn't end because I intend to keep learning and growing for quite some time yet. Um, Our children have been the most wonderful support in my journey of self-discovery. They've taught me so much and have also benefited from all that I have learned along the way. The trick is not to try and make it happen by preaching to them or telling them that they have to get to know all that you are discovering about life. Or it's not about even sharing excitedly all your incredible findings, but simply putting into action all your newfound knowledge and understanding and letting them actually see it in action Um, so that, you know, all things fall into place in magical ways. The children will begin to ask, and it is at this point that we have permission to share with them what we've been doing, and not until that point. So many people make the mistake of trying to, um, you know, tell their children everything that they think they need to know. And that's just not the way to go. Uh, The kids need to do it in their own time. And they will do that and they'll start to ask questions when the time is right. Now, the grandchildren are a completely different story. They will openly ask if I can give them a reading and will then question everything that appears in the cards. I just love it. (laughs) A couple of weeks ago, I was giving our 13-year-old grandson a reading. 
And when I'd finished, he looked at me and said, uh, Nan, that was great, but I think there's still more to this reading. I think we need to look at the cards again. Sure enough, when I went back through the cards, new messages came through which extended what we'd already heard. So I always listen to the children because they have incredible intuitive powers. And the grandkids are also very open to learning about quantum physics, fourth dimensional stuff and all things spiritual. I can always share with them things about astrology, numerology, and they love to hear about the laws of the universe. I guess the real message here is that you cannot guide your children and grandchildren just by telling them what they should or should not be doing. This doesn't work. As I, um, as I explained in the previous show, it's all about growing yourself and then living it, um, I guess, in such a way that the family members will be wanting to know what you're doing to manifest so many wonderful experiences in your life. Words can be so empty and meaningless unless they're followed by action. So may I humbly suggest we now all need to lead by example. Okay, so what do we do with our planet Earth's new children without overstepping the mark? <laughs> with our grandchildren... I like to begin with just simply talking about them. You know, we all love to hear about ourselves. They, we love to hear about the sign that we were born under, you know, our star signs, our personality traits, our numerology, and anything else that defines who we are, particularly all the things that make us unique. So I tell them all of this and more. And once I've covered all the basic things, then I love to share with them what I love about them in particular, each one of them individually. And then I get them to tell me what are their favorite things to do. Basically, what makes their heart sing. I then follow through with encouraging these gifts and talents by telling them how talented they are. Unlike adults who are reared in a different time and space, they're quite happy about embracing their uniqueness and are happy to talk about it openly without any form of embarrassment or guilt. Planet Earth new children don't possess the hang-ups that we have. You know, trying to make others happy by living their life choices rather than their own. Feeling that owning our gifts and talents is, is just vanity or too scared to step into living our heart's desires, just to name a few. Yeah, all these things, uh, we just want them to step over those and not be getting caught up in them. I also like to talk to the kids about the universal laws, and I see it, this is absolutely essential to uh, chat about with the children. This can be done in very simple terms so that the kids begin to live these laws from a very early age. But remember, the very best way you can teach these, once again, is to lead by example. And probably the easiest law to begin with is the law of gratitude. 
I know we all want our children uh, to, or teach our children to say please and thank you. But it is time to take this law to a whole new level by making sure that thank you is said before every meal and that thank you is said when enjoying happy playtimes and at every opportunity which prevents it, uh, presents itself, not prevents itself. In our family, the traditional grace before evening meal was replaced with a very simple time of giving thanks to God for things that were experienced during that particular day. Children very quickly learn that this is such an important part of the day. The next law that I love to share with the children is the law of giving and receiving. This law can also be taught in a very simple way. I found that by simply explaining to the children that what you give out to others comes back to you multiplied and then giving examples of how this works is a great way to go. I just love when the children come running to me to tell me of the fabulous things that have happened when they've begun to live out this law. Uh, I had an example of this over the holidays. Um, one of the grand, I took the children to um, to play at a particular play place. I, I can't remember what it was called. Trampolines, you know, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and um, one of them came running and said, "Nan, Nan, look what I found." Um, it was in amongst, you know, all the foam. And remember, you said, when I start to give gratitude for everything, that it will come back to me multiplied. And it has. And he held in his hands a $10 note. And I said, see, it works. It totally works. So, you know, there are so many simple ways that we can share these laws the law of forgiveness is another really, really important one to share. It's essential to teach our children about forgiveness. Um, yes, it may seem difficult task to forgive someone who's called you names or ruined your game, etc. But this is the perfect time to help children understand this law. I so often hear parents insisting that children say sorry to each other, and that's great. But I'd love to hear them take one step further and help children learn the art of forgiveness. Once again, I guess we really need to lead by example with this one, don't we? Particularly in the car when we're driving and there's a bit of road rage happening, yes, if we're in a hurry. So I'm, it's, we're coming into break right now. So after the break, I'm going to explain this one a little further because this is so, so important to get our heads around and I don't want to miss one bit of this so that we can help our children. And as you can see, helping our children is helping ourselves as well to learn about these laws in fabulous ways. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. It's Marching Man Report. We've known for a long time that diamonds are precious or worth a lot of deuterumus. That means money. 
Did you ever wonder how a polished pebble becomes one of the most expensive things on earth? Two centuries ago, diamonds were worn only by royalty. But in 1870, miners discovered huge deposits of diamonds in South Africa. And soon after, the diamond market was flooded. That's when a man named Cecil Rhodes started buying up shares of the diamond mines. Eighteen years later, Rhodes controlled the entire South African supply of diamonds. He started his own newspaper and magazine articles with clever ad campaigns about cut, clarity, color, and carrot. He also convinced women that they weren't truly engaged to be married without a diamond ring. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Like me, when you've finished dining at a restaurant, you hate waiting and waiting for the check to arrive so you can pay and get on with your day. I admit my rocket, as my kids call it, starts going off, and my husband always wants one more cup of coffee, and I'm ready to go, wiki wiki, let's go. It's not that I'm tense, I'm just terribly alert. My husband always has a cup of coffee in his hand, so much so he is wearing out the handles of our coffee mugs. But then again, he's not as bad as the French writer Voltaire, who drank 70 cups of coffee a day. I can't drink coffee before going to bed because I get too wadgety. My husband, on the other hand, can drink several cups of joe and go right to sleep. And I'm not talking slum gullion. That's weak coffee. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my new app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Woohoo! Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Take a Love Live. And if you've just joined us, we are chatting about rediscovering and uh, or helping our children rediscover and remember all about who they are and why they're here and exciting information like that. Yes, this is the fourth and final show in the series of four helping us understand planet Earth's New Age children. And there's so much to know and understand, information that can really benefit us as well as the children. Now, if you'd like to listen to the complete show and lots of others, then you can download them for free from iTunes by simply searching Geraldine Tegelov Live under podcasts. Or you can come here to toginet.com, T-O-G-I-N-E-T, Dot com and listen or download from my show page. And you can also find all the shows on my website at GeraldineTegelove.com. So lots of great places where you can come and find these podcasts. Now, just before the break, we were talking about the law of forgiveness. And I was explaining to you that you know we need to take this uh, say sorry one step further. I remember as a child being told that forgiving someone gave me lots of stars in heaven. (laughs) Not sure that I really understood what this meant, but it sounded rather good to me because, you know, I love the sky and I love stars. But I'm also not sure how our new age kids uh, will really run with this idea either. (laughs) They're not quite as accepting of these ideas as we were as children. And I'm sure if I told this to our grandkids, 
They would want to know why and how and where and when and what colour and a million and one other questions and then still tell me that it just doesn't quite make sense. (laughs) they, they They just don't accept things. But as with all people, if you help your children understand what's in it for them, then you may have a chance of getting somewhere. I always begin by reminding them of the most important law of the universe. What we give out, we get back. So if you can learn to forgive and offer this to someone, then when you do something that you're really truly sorry about, people will also forgive you. It always makes us feel so happy when people forgive us. So if we can help to make people happy by forgiving them, then happiness will return to us multiplied. And, you know, it sounds quite a a difficult concept, but the kids seem to grab hold of that one and go, okay, now I see why it's a good idea to not just, you know, to, to say sorry, but also to learn how to forgive people. Yeah. Now, the next thing I like to uh, chat with them about is the quantum field. Quantum field? Yeah. Now, to help them remember that they are tiny fields of energy in a huge field of energy where anything is possible is not as difficult as it may seem. Our children all arrived knowing that anything was possible, and they believed that and that they had everything within them to achieve this. In fact, we all arrive with this belief. But then most of us had it knocked out of us by well-meaning people who basically told us to get our heads out of the clouds and put our feet back on the ground. Some dreams were not possible. I like to continually tell our children and grandchildren that everything and anything is possible. If we can dream it, then it's already in the field just waiting for us to remember the truth. Our dreams are not just, uh, you know, the, the pillows on, we, on which we lay our head to go to sleep, but the magic pillows which take, uh, take us flying during our dream state to find all our heart's desires and bring them into our physical reality. It's so good to talk to the children about this. And they really need to be told this constantly so they don't lose the magic. Uh, Yes, the field is filled to the brim with all of the dreams and wishes, uh, their dreams and wishes, and they're always playing within this field. I know this all does sound like an impossible task, but I found that the children are very quick to learn and remember their truth. Children have the most wonderful open minds which are ready to take in this information and always show that they want to learn more. You never know, you may even begin to believe it yourself. Yeah, change a few of those uh, beliefs that don't really serve you very well. How do I explain this concept further? Well, in a number of ways, such as taking a large piece of paper and covering it with tiny little dots And then I draw one little colored dot which represents them. So I explain to them that those little dots represent the energy of the universe 
and they're just one little dot within that energy and their energy as well. Sometimes I show them a picture of a mirage or if we see a mirage when we're out driving and explain that before we arrived on planet Earth, we were all shimmering light and inside of us we still have that shimmering light. Another fabulous and very simple way of explaining the quantum field is to go for a walk in the fog. Let them see for themselves how fog gets into every tiny space uh, and through everything and in everything. And this is just like the quantum field. So I hope that helps a little bit there. Now, I also love to share with them about living backwards in time. Um, it is time to allow our children to let their imagination run wild and free. <laughs> One of my very favorite books is the Deepak Chopra book entitled The Way of the Wizard. Some of you may have it, but I suggest you get it and read it if you don't. It's a fabulous, fabulous book. And this book is all about the wizard Merlin teaching the young Arthur about all things metaphysical and mystical. Quite often Merlin talks to Arthur about living backwards in time. He explains that this is something that all wizards do and alchemists do. They never live in the past, only in the future. And by doing this, they no longer hold on to anything that may prevent them from uh, creating their dreams. Amazing and wonderful truths to share with our children helping them to understand that they can put on their wizard hat and cape and perform magic or miracles. Yes, everyone has a wizard or an alchemist within them. And play games that help them step into the future. We all did this as children, but then we forgot. It was simply called pretending. Now, you play pretending with a whole new perspective, you are helping the children build images of their dreams and then talk and act as if this is exactly what has already happened. Oh my goodness, if only we adults could also remember how to use our imagination and how to pretend. Just imagine what we could bring into reality. It just makes me tingle at the thought. <laughs> I have to admit that I love living backwards in time as often as I possibly can. Yes, a big kid at heart, and I hope that never changes. <laughs> now, what about manifestation? Once again, talking about Merlin and Arthur living backwards in time brings me to my next point of remembering. Our new children are fabulous at manifestation and have so much to teach us regarding this. The big problem here is this. If we have had a problem manifesting our dreams and desires, then it's quite difficult to believe that it is possible for others. So what do we need to do? We'll put our beliefs in our back pockets uh, and regardless of our own experiences in life, help the children remember how it's done. So... How is it done by planet Earth's new children? Well, these kids know the secret to instant manifestation. They ignore what's going on in their heads and create through their hearts. Yes, straight from the heart into the field. 
because you see the heart is in direct communication with the quantum field and when we bring our awareness to our hearts and feel those feelings of joy and happiness that are attached to our dreams and desires then manifestation automatically happens this comes so naturally to children but as we all know we are all so good at forgetting how things work as we settle into our physical life here on planet earth <clears throat> if we can remind our children of the uh, importance of their hearts and practice with them oh wow miracles begin to happen so to practice simply invite the children to sit quietly and place a hand over their heart now ask them to close their eyes and feel the beat of their heart once they can feel this suggest that in their imagination they find a little space in their heart that is the happy space and feel the happiness go right through their whole body then they can find the peaceful space in their heart and feel peace going through all their body it's so simple this and what about a loving space and feeling love go or surge through their whole body you could go on and on feeling lots of lots of different feelings in the heart and now get them to think of their dream and just continue to feel that feeling of happiness put a smile on their face tell them to smile right through their whole body they can do this they know how to do this and if we practice with them we can learn how to do it as well oh it's just fantastic way to go uh we always think this is so such a difficult thing to do but it's not we have to get out of our heads into our heart and begin to feel those beautiful feelings that help us to create in the field so uh we're coming into break right now and after break i've got a couple of more things to share with you can't wait these are absolute must do's with your children okay so hang tight everyone after the break Best-selling author, musician, and life coach Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.joycebufordempowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Barbecue restaurants and cookouts are an unequivocal part of summer. Be it brisket, ribs, or turkey, the food is sure to please your palate. By making the right choices at your next cookout or barbecue restaurant outing, you can partake in most of the foods you love and still maintain your healthy, low-calorie eating. 
The best meat choice is rotisserie chicken. Be sure not to eat the skin, but enjoy the fabulous flavor. If you must have ribs, split an order with someone else and eat only a few. Get the taste without all the high-fat calories. Baked beans have brown sugar and molasses, but because of all the fiber, protein, and antioxidants, it is a better choice than hush puppies, biscuits, or french fries. Coleslaw is okay as long as it's made with vinegar instead of mayonnaise. Fill up on corn on the cob, green beans, and other vegetables. Enjoy the meal, but make good choices. I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. We are back and you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live. And I've just loved sharing lots about our planet Earth's new children over the past few weeks. And I hope you've enjoyed too and now have a greater understanding of these children. You know, it's up to all of us to create happy, healthy children who live happy, healthy lives. And some of the ideas that I've given you today and about to give you are certainly going to make that happen. Um, Before I get into my last two little points, I want to share with you, though, our meditation song for today. And the song has great significance. It's called The Smallest Gift, and it's about giving of your time, giving of your heart, just simply listening sometimes. And I think this meditation song is a great reminder to us that it might seem a very small gift but it might have huge outcomes if we can do this with our children and grandchildren and and children that we come in contact with. So <clears throat> right now I want you to find yourself a little, you know, space, uh, relax into it, take a deep breath in and out, close your eyes, listen to the words and the music, and for today here's our meditation song, The Smallest Gift. I'm sure it wouldn't be so bad 
a simple little song and uh, a beautiful meditation lots to think about there that sometimes our gifts to others don't have to be huge just very small gifts 
as I said, that have incredible outcomes. Now, talking about meditation, our new children are certainly little people who need time out, quiet time to rest in the stillness, or just time out from all the mind chatter that goes through their heads. And meditation is a powerful way of helping them achieve the rest and rejuvenation that all children need. This does not necessarily mean sitting still with fingers joined, you know, in lotus position. It simply means time out to become mindful of the things around them. I love to do this with kids by simply blowing bubbles and getting the children to observe the shapes and colors as they float in the air. Sometimes meditation might be just quietly collecting beautiful pebbles or feathers as we walk. Remember, meditation is all about giving our talkative minds a holiday so the heart can do its thing. Um, You know, sometimes it's as simple as drawing pictures or coloring in. I know that's become quite popular these days for adults as well. Um, Finding a, a movie to watch, something that is is just quiet and, and beautiful. Painting, and painting outside is a fabulous way to go for kids. Sitting in trees and watching the leaves in the wind. And this only has to be for a few minutes or lying on the grass and watching the clouds floating by and looking at the shapes. I still love to do all these things. Yeah, I told you I'm a kid at heart. (laughs) But a beautiful way to meditate. And you will be simply amazed at how children respond. What they see, what they hear, what they smell and taste. And don't disregard anything they tell you. Hopefully many of these children have still not forgotten the knowledge they arrived with and with our help, they will remember more and more. You see, the simple act of birthing uh, into this, you know, into Earth's planet puts a veil between us and the spirit world. But we can pull that veil aside with the help of our fourth dimensional kids. And by helping them... We're helping ourselves. Remember, what we give, we receive. And uh, that age-old saying, action speaks louder than words. Don't just tell them. Do it yourself and show them what can be done. And the last little hint I wanted to give you for today was talking about the fourth dimension with these children. This is one area you can quite easily discuss with your older children. But I know I had a discussion with our teenage grandson in the car on the way home from collecting firewood a few weeks ago. And his younger siblings were also in the car. And as we chatted about this, I noticed that there was a silence in the car as all of them listened intently to what was being said. Yes, children really do want to remember and learn. And they're ready for so much more than perhaps we think they are. Um, So just by speaking directly with the older child, the younger ones stop to listen and tune in. And then I had the odd question from them as well as to what does that mean, Nan? Or what do you mean about that? Or how come it's like that? And it was just 
so easy then to continue the discussion with them. And they'll just take on what they're ready to take on. It doesn't really matter. doesn't matter if they discard the whole lot at this point in time. But at least you're planting those little seeds of what's possible and uh, what is really their truth. It's just a fabulous way to go. And um, regardless of, you know, who they are or what type of children they are, they're all ready to learn and to listen. Okay, my goodness, it has been such a fabulous series, this one, but we are coming to the end of our show for today. I hope you've enjoyed all four, and don't forget you can tune in and listen to them at any time on my website or here at Toginet or just simply go to iTunes and download them. And you just have to search for Geraldine Tegelov and you'll find them somewhere. So, And these shows are probably good if you go back and listen to them several times because as parents we're always looking for that little something to use with our children to create their, you know, help them create happier and more successful lives. But for today, our time has run out. So over the next week, I'm wishing you a million blessings of happiness and love and peace. Hope you all have the most amazing week, everyone, with your children and grandchildren. And bye for now. Geraldine will be back next week with more life-changing ideas to share. In the meantime, you can visit her at www.geraldinetegelove.com to check out her fabulous new products and her workshops. Remember that all Geraldine's radio shows are available on iTunes free of charge. So why not